Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast episode 98. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I am the lead pastor of God's Internet Church Online Service Services and also the host of this podcast of God's Internet Church Podcast. And as you know, We've been going through the book of Job and today we're going to continue going through the book of Job. But before we do that, we're going to do the review of Job chapter number 22. So to bring us up to date. We know that verses 1 of 2 of Job chapter 22 was starting Zeppa's last speech and that God gained nothing from a man's behavior. Well, and we found out that's true, but it's not true. An evil man, it gains nothing. But a spiritual man, God gains new believers into the kingdom of God if they work for God. Verses 4 through 20 dealt with Zeppus deciding that Job is a really evil man. Now, he didn't have proof of that. Uh, we know that he's only seen what Job had went through. Okay, and he, as we remember, Job lost his livestock, lost a lot of his servants, almost all of his servants. He lost his kids, and he lost his kids' house from storms and things being attacked. And, and so they feel, they assume... Because all this tragic stuff is coming against Job. They believe, they believe that Job is a e- really evil man. But the thing is, you can't go by what people are going through judgment. Or going through things. Because sometimes, as we know from Job chapter 1, God allows things to happen to people. To prove the devil wrong, sometimes he allows it to happen to get our attention. And sometimes it happens is because they are being evil and he's trying to get them on the right track. Alright. Then then verses 21 through 30 of Job chapter 22. Zephus tells Job to stop his evil behavior. And here they are judging Job even when they are wrong. You know, we just can't go on and assume because things are going wrong in their life that they're living wrong for the Lord. Because like I said, there's one of three things going on. First of all, it could be that the devil is trying to bring them down and God's trying to show them, hey, do what you want, but they're not not going to turn their back on me. Two, sometimes God allows it to get our attention. And three, sometimes he allows it to snap us back in shape. Now, we're going to look at Job chapter 23. And let's pray and then we'll read the scripture verses starting with verse 1 through 8. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a coal of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. We just ask you, Lord, to be the way you want Let everything to go the way you want. And let this word be the way you want. And help us apply it to our lives. Use it for your glory. But also to take it out to the kingdom. 
your kingdom down here on earth and share and to bring people into the kingdom of God. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're going to look at verses, Job chapter 23, verses 1 through 9. And it says, And Job answered, Today, I still come... He said, Job answered, he said, Even today I still complain. I am miserable. God still punishes me. Although I protest. I would like to find God. I would like to go to his court. Would explain my situation to him. I would explain... Explanation. I would think about his words. I do not suppose that his words oppose me. He will listen to me. In that place, a good man can explain his problem to God. So God will always rescue him from his punishment. But I cannot go to God. I cannot find him in the east nor in the west. I cannot see him when he works in the north. And I do not know he's beginning to work in the south. Alright? And this this being labeled God wants to discuss his troubles with God now verse 1 Joe's final speech begins here he continues the end of it continues to the end of chapter 31 Bildad interrupts briefly in chapter 25 some people think there are other interpretations interruptions too for example they think that Job in 26, 5-14 is by Bildad. And they think that Job 24, 18-25 is by Bildad. And they think that Job 24, 18-25 and Job 27, 13-23 are by Zohar. But the Bible does not name these speakers. And elsewhere, the book of Job name, always names the speakers. So we think that the complete Complete speech in Job 23 to 31, except chapter 25, is by Job. Now, we will be discussing those as we go through the thing. They just wanted to give us the overview that he is starting with his speech, and apparently it's between. Job 23 to Job 31 and there was multiple interruptions okay and we'll see those interruptions as we go verses 3 through 5 deal in this in Job's society if someone needed help that person would go to the judge court the person would explain their problems to the judge the judge might not only act as judge, but also as the policeman. So he would be an important man, and everyone would respect his judgment. Job was not confident that God is a fair judge. Job could not explain why God seemed to be punishing him. But Job knew that God would answer, would be right. And the reason why Job don't know what's going on is because he's not in heaven. And he's in the dark thing of things. Just like me and you are when we're going through our storms of life. But I believe that, like I said, 
Sometimes it's God loving on us and trying to prove the devil wrong. Sometimes it's because we are doing something and he's snapping us back into place. And sometimes he's trying to get our attention. Alright? Now we know in this case, but Job don't know it, Job is actually being attacked by the devil because God wants to prove the devil wrong. Okay? So Job is right to know that God's answer would be right. And that's why he should go to God and ask what's going on. And we all have a right to go to God and ask what's going on in our lives. But some people are taught out there that we shouldn't go to God and ask why, 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 why. Let me tell you something, saints. Sometimes we got to. So he can help us. Alright. Now, we're going to look at verses 8 and 9. What this is bringing out to this, to this, this, this Bible study. God is not like a human judge whom Job could visit. God rules heaven and earth. He also works everywhere. Psalms 139, 7 through 10. And nobody can control him. Psalms, I mean, control him. John 3, 8. But that, but with this, because God's not with us and he works everywhere, he's with us in spirit. He knows what he's with us all the time. We just got to take the time to go to him and trust that he hears us and help us through. Now we're going to read verses 10 through 12 of Job 23. All right. Verse 10. But God knows where I am. God knows my actions. He tests me. So that I will be like pure gold. I choose to live in the way that God wants me to live. I refuse to do evil deeds. I obey God's laws always. Each day God's word are more precious to me than bread. Alright. Now verse 10 deals with this. Job did not know where God was, verses 8 and 9, but God knew where Job was, okay? Job was starting to understand the reason for his trouble. His trouble were like a test. Job has been wealthy man. Now he, poor, he was poor. The purpose of the test was to see whether Job would still serve God. But the test would, would also improve Job was learning to trust God more and more. Okay? Sometimes men test whether gold is pure. They use a very hot fire. The fire burns away and everything that is not gold and only the pure gold remains. Alright? So verses 11 and 12 picks up with this. These are wonderful words. Job did not believe that Ephes supposed. Job's attitude were good. Job loved God's law. Job always wanted to obey God. And he did, as we know from Job chapter 1. Job lived and shunned, lived for God and shunned evil. And he made sacrifices every day for him and his kids. If, if, just in case they would offend God. Alright? 
Now, that section was called Job Trusted God. Okay, and we need to learn to be like Job and start trusting God no matter when we see what things are going on. We need to know that we need to discuss God, things with God, to help us through. Now we're going to go through the third and final part of this chapter for tonight. And it's covering verses 13 through 17. And it says, But nobody is like God, and nobody can oppose God. God does whatever he wants to do. He decides my faith, and he has my many such plans for me. So I am worried about God. I think about these things. Then I am afraid of God. And God made me weak. God frightened me. But I will not be silent, even if I cannot see anything. And this section, it says, Job is worried about God. Now, I'm going to read this and then I'll explain something. Verses 13 through 17 brung out this in this chapter. Job loved God, but Job was still worried he did not know God's plans. And Job was afraid of the future. Okay? Job did not need to be afraid. God's plan for Job were wonderful. Job, and we will find that out in Job chapter 42 as we go on through this Bible study, what the plans were. And God's plans are wonderful for everyone who trusts him, stated in Revelation 21. God wants us, wants to help us. Mark 1, 40, verses 42 and 42. He wants to do good things in our lives. Acts 2, 38-39. He gives us good gifts. Matthew 7, verse 11. And he will always provide for us. John 14, verses 2 and 3. So we should trust him. John 14, 1. So what have we learned in this thing today? We learned that Job wanted to discuss his troubles with God. And he should. He should take them before the Lord so God can start answering them. Then it said that Job trusted God with what he would say. And it showed that, that now maybe he's starting to realize that God is in control of all the things that's going on. And God must be putting this me through this for a reason. He don't know exactly why he's going through it, but he knew that he's going through this for a reason and he was going to trust him. But said Job was worried about why God was doing worried. Well, that's his human side. We don't have to be worried or afraid of God. We should have a, a thing of being afraid of God, you know, uh, of all. Because he is the God Almighty and he can do anything to us. But we also know that we, if we are followers of his, that he will trust us and take care of us as long as we go through living with him. And we saw that in multiple verses here. And to prove that God is always with us throughout the history of the Bible. So that's what we got to realize. We got to start going to God with our problems. We got to start trusting God with them. And we got to 
basically not worry, but let God be God. And that know if we trust God that He's going to bring us through in the end. So that's what we learned from Job chapter 23 today. And that's what Job is starting to tell us and starting to realize. Alright? Now, we're going to switch gears now and we're going to go to our prayer request segment. And then I'm going to go through it and share with you the prayer request. We have some of the prayer request, we got some new added to the list since Sunday. And we're going to start from the top and we're going to end with the bottom. And the first one, I ask you to get a piece of paper and pen. And if you're listening to this podcast, pause it or go back afterwards and write them down and pray for these needs every day. Because we're asking God's Internet Church podcast to also join, come alongside God's Internet Church online church. And pray for these needs. And let me tell you, you guys are part of this church ministry. So you guys are part of the congregation in my book. Even though you listen to the podcast of God's Internet Church online. So we're an online church only. So we're gonna we've been praying for my dad. He has an aneurysm on his aorta. And we've been praying that God come and take it away. And heal him. Or don't let it grow. We've been praying for my mom, Lori Lee Weaver, for her back. And and things are not going good there. Off and on, she's having trouble. We still need to pray harder for her back. Then we got to pray for my cousin, Margaret. She's got aught going on against her brother. Um, a situation that happened before her mother died. And I've been praying that both her brother and her come to terms and and deal it out because there's only the three siblings left and they need to work things out. And then for the grieving of her mom and dad and for her leg, it's been bothering her. And then we got a a friend of ours whose name is Lloyd. He has stage 5 cancer. And he's been battling. His, his immune system's been compromised, but he's been battling. He even got COVID. But we're trusting and praying that everything works out okay for him. And then we got to pray for my brother-in-law and my wife as they close the estate on my mother-in-law's estate. And things haven't been pretty there either. He's her brother has been kind of a terrible person and and you heard some of that about this and that over time but we need to coming close to the estate to be closed the house has been sold now it's time to distribute the, the, the revenue of the houses to each one and uh, and hopefully everything goes smooth not hopefully will go smooth with God in charge then we got to pray for my friend Sean. He's like a brother from another mother. And he is my brother from another mother. Um, he wants prayer for his mom. Because she just recently had hip replacement surgery. But she's trying to take care of his dad. Because he has heart problems. And she's also now trying to take care of her sister. Who if he can't rely on her. She can't do nothing for herself anymore. So we're praying. He wants prayer for her for strength. And then for my cousin Sharon, she's got a lot going on in her life. 
and and then her she's got tennis elbow and she wants prayer that all this stuff will work out then for my cousin-in-law soon to be her name is Justina she's got a fatty tissue and it causes her to pass out sometimes and uh, or at least once it has and she's got a dislocated elbow I haven't been told that we stopped for these prayers on her yet she has started a job and she's been working pretty well good for it so we're going to pray for her for that and then we got to pray for my cousin Lori she's uh, got a lot going on against her right now and I can't go over the details because she don't want it wrung out just in case it gets to the family some of the stuff she told me but she hasn't told the family yet so we are asking God to take care of this situation situations for her and I've seen my cousins flourish through a lot of these questions and answers so your prayers are working along with mine then we gotta pray for my aunt Denise she did have to go in for a, cor a special coronopsy test she did the regular one um, she had an asthma attack she started coughing so they had to get her off the table so they had to take her to Henry Ford Hospital down in Detroit for a special way they do it and they ended up having to cut her she had to stay overnight but she had they got two stitches inside her she stitched up she can't live for two days so what we still want to pray for her they found everything went well besides that staying and everything but we still need to pray for her and for me for my blood pressure um, it's been acting better I thank God for it and I haven't took it off the prayer list yet but I did the changes of the medications like the doctors asked and everything seems to be doing better there um, we need to pray for for my grandma she's 93 years old and she just got told that she had some kind of thing on her face and they believe it was cancer they did the test and it came back a melanoma cancer so we need to pray for her she's got to go back in June they're going to dig down and see how deep it goes so we need to pray that it don't go down too far and then it can be healed and taken care of and then my cousin Heather Lori Weaver's daughter this is one thing I should have brought up with her that can be mentioned um, I believe last Wednesday or Thursday I think Thursday she fell off her bed hit her head and she had a uh, impact head injury and, and when she was a kid and it caused you know, she's not supposed to hit her head she has a shunk in her head and it, you know, the shunk was causing problems uh, I did put this on God's on internet church online church and it was prayed for but she was doing good and she had COVID on top of it all but the COVID's gone and uh, but the shunt she has in her head needs to be operated on and replaced because it was for she's an adult now and it should have been placed replaced a few years ago 
but since it got hit it it's causing problems she got went home and everything but she's been a little off she's not acting right they called her today my cousin Lori and told her that they the nurse at where she lives in the group homes telling her that they think they're gonna have to put her back in because she's off and sometimes she's not talking right and so they might have to go in and do the shunt now so it can fix the problem and pray that it's not a big problem and then I think that's it so what we're going to do I want you to put your hand because the, the producer's telling me that we got to wrap up the closing we don't got a lot of got you know they you know what we're going to pray just put your hand on the device that you're using I'm going to ignore the producer because I'm the boss here anyways so dear Heavenly Father I lift up these people to you right now in the name of Jesus you are the great designer you are the great architect and Lord I just ask you to go into my dad's body you're James Weaver I just ask you right now find out where this aneurysm is being caused cause the problem find the problem and fix it and Lord I ask you to go into my mom's body find out what's causing these problems go in and fix it and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret with her leg problem go into her body go down and find and fix it and Lord I just ask you to be with her brother and her and let things work out where they can come close together again let there be forgiveness there Lord and Lord I ask you to be with my wife and her brother as they go through the closing of the estate I just ask you Lord let everything be the good humor and good thing Lord and let, and let there start to be forgiveness there where we can move on and maybe become a family again because Lord they're the only two left and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin my brother Sean he's like a brother to me Lord but you know he's got another mother and Lord he's asking prayer for his mother we just ask you right now Lord to touch Robin give her the strength to take care of her husband and her sister and get through what you want her to get through and Lord we just ask you to maybe also let the family come by her that are around to help her too and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and all the situations she's got going on in her life we, we just ask you to go inside her body and touch her tennis elbow Lord and heal and fix it we ask you to fix the personal problems that are going on and Lord we ask you to be with my cousin Lori we just ask you to go in and take care of all the unspoken that she don't want mentioned let everything go the way you want it to go and Lord we ask you to be with with uh, my aunt Denise and we ask you to be with her recovery we ask you to listen to what the doctor said and not lift things let her actually take time with her recovery and do what she needs to do and Lord we just ask you to be with Justina my cousin-in-law be with her fatty liver or go inside her body and touch it and cause it to do what you're supposed to function to do mm -hmm. cause it not to make her pass out and Lord we just ask you to be with be with my be with me and my blood pressure Lord we just ask you 
to let it keep going the way it's supposed to be going and touch and heal me, Lord. And Lord, I just ask you to come inside my body and fix whatever is causing this blood pressure to act this way. And Lord, I just ask you right now to be with my cousin Heather, Lord, and this brain trauma that she had going on. We just ask you, Lord, maybe go down to where she is right now inside her body and fix what needs to be fixed so she don't have to go into the hospital. But if it's your will for her to go in the hospital, Lord, I just ask you to have your will there. If it's your way for her to go in the hospital, let it happen. If it's not, Lord, touch and heal her. And Lord, we just ask you all this in Jesus' name. And Lord, if I missed any, we just ask you to take care of it in your precious Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so here we come now to an end of another podcast. I'm Pastor Ron. I like to tell you I didn't find in the move. I know I it's insane. We'll get back to the benediction blessing, but I still can't find the paperwork for that. So we'll see what happened. But right now, I want you to love one another, help one another, be kind one another, especially in these times. And I'll see you tomorrow night. And if you guys, this was taped at 7, start at 7, be done here in about a minute or so, about 8 o'clock, it should be on there live. And then that'd be the same way. We're going to be taping at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. We're only having the podcast two days a week right now until we get a lot of things figured out. But on that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver for God's Internet Church Podcast, your host, saying see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. Episode 99, and have a blessed day.